sight Kaddish this morning, we obviously not only want to stand and for those, along with those who are mourning and observing a yard site, but in memory of those whose lives were lost. So Bernice Simon, who was 84, her husband, Sylvan Simon, 86, Melvin Wax, 88, Daniel Stein, who was 71, Irving Younger, 69, Rose Mellinger, who was 97 years old and a Holocaust survivor. She survived one horrible atrocity just to die in another. Dr. Jerry Rabinowitz, who was 66, Joyce Feinberg, who was a professor, 75, Richard Gottfried, who was 65, Cecil Rosenthal, and his brother David Rosenthal, who were 59 and 54. You can be seated for a second. I asked Barbara to read something that uh, my wife wrote. It was kind of a tribute that just sort of poured out of her as she was just in tears. And Monique is in Boston. She had to leave yesterday for Boston. And so I asked Barbara if, if she would read it. And then if you have, you know, of course, anything you'd yeah. like to add. And some of you may have already read this. This is something that Monique posted on Facebook, and it moved many of us um, deeply. So, so we wanted to share it with all of you, because we know not all of you might have seen it on Facebook. So this is what Monique wrote. Joyce, Richard, Rose, Jerry, David, Cecil, Bernice, Sylvan, Daniel, Melvin, Irving. I know these people. I have these people in my synagogue. These wizened Jewish souls are the diehards. They are the ones who show up on time week after week to sit in their favorite seat, to thumb the pages of their worn out prayer book, to drop their cane in its usual resting place. They check in with each other. They pray. They complain to me, the rabbi's wife, when it's too cold in the sanctuary or when something is off about the white fish salad. When we take the names of the sick during the Misha Beirach, they rattle off long lists. My cousin Susie has cancer. Her son Jacob just had knee surgery. My husband Steve is developing dementia. It's getting worse and he's driving me crazy. My patience grows short. Anyone else, I ask? Pray for me too. Hitler couldn't take me, but my kidneys might. They slip hard candies wrapped in crinkly paper to my six-year-old. When I scold them for giving my son a sugar high, they shrug. Life is short. Let him have sweets on Shabbos. Who can argue with wisdom like this? People like this love nothing as much as a bar mitzvah. Did you see little Joshi up there? His voice was changing, and he made such a good speech. I remember his bris. Not only that, I remember his father's bris, too. Such good boys they are. Sometimes you have to shout to have a conversation with them. One has hearing aids that are top of the line and constantly squealing, but the next hasn't changed his since the late 90s, and the other one is in denial. I can hear you perfectly if you just stop mumbling. If you visit one of these stubborn and principled and loving people at home, you cannot cut your visit short. There are photo albums to be toured, newspaper clippings to discuss, and stories to hear. Stories about the Holocaust, the Gentile grammar school bullies, the delis that have gone the way of the dodo, the founding of the state of Israel, the activism, and their first marriage, and the second one, too. 
and there will be bragging about the children and the grandchildren. Did you know my son worked on the Ebola vaccine? He was such a difficult child, didn't like to talk to anyone. Still, I always knew he'd amount to something. Does he call me every week? Only sometimes, but he gave me three grandchildren. What more can you ask for? These men and women are the pillars of every synagogue, the ones who are supposed to leave us after a long stint in a Jewish nursing home with plenty of time to say goodbye, with hugs and kisses and offers of used clothing and trinkets. They are supposed to have time to buy their own burial plots and pick out their caskets and tell their children, just put me in the ground and don't make a big fuss. Live your life and have lots of babies. I'm so proud of you. Except they didn't get to do that. That man came into their beloved synagogue with his beloved guns and stole the last and sweetest bits of life from them. So we have to make a fuss because we know these people. We have these people. They go to our synagogue too. And my response to Monique on Facebook was, some of us are those people. You know, <laughs> Some of us are the older generation. Some of us are older than the ones whose lives were cut too short. So, so it does feel personal, you know, even though I had no idea I'd get so choked up about this. But you know, in, in the Jewish community, we, we are one. You know, when, when somebody does something wonderful in the Jewish community, we feel proud of them as if they're our own family. And when somebody does something terrible in the Jewish community, you know, a Jewish person commits a crime, we feel like, we feel ashamed, like somebody in our own family committed a crime. So, so we feel this personally. So it's for them that we say Kaddish today. I'd like to ask all of us to rise today. Not only those who are in mourning and those observing a yard site, but all of us 